Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, how y'all doing today? Monday morning. Um, yeah, and I totally just got out of the shower, so I'm like dripping wet still. Uh, just gonna give y'all some updates about things going on this week, what I've been doing. So, let's see. So the first thing I want to talk about, um, if you have not watched the stock market this morning, totally going up again. All the tech stocks, man. Apple. I told y'all like several weeks ago, put your money in Apple. It's flying up. It's like already up a few dollars in the pre-market today. Like just absolutely crazy. It is going to split. Four for one split. Let's see. Today is the 24th. It is going to do a four for one split on, let's see, pull my dates up here, next Monday, which is absolutely insane. So, that I mean, that's just like craziness that we're going to watch Apple split. Like I, I just can't even believe it. Um I just, so anyway, yeah, if you're wondering where you should be putting your money right now, tech is a really good place. But as I've said, it's like, it's hot, so high right now. Um, it's literally like putting money in the, the like saying, oh, the Titanic's not going to sink. Like, I don't know, but it's crazy. And another thing, so reminding me about Apple, actually. Uh, so let me talk about some Apple rumors coming up. Man, I am like totally just like dripping water or like sweating from my shower. Um, all right, let me get to the Apple thing and I'll talk about why I'm sweating so much. Um, so more Apple stuff. So apparently, so first of all, you know, every, uh, every September, you know, Apple releases their, and someone said good morning, good morning to you as well. Someone, uh, so every September, Apple releases their, you know, their Apple Watch and their iPhone, right? That's like pretty common. And this year, people have said maybe it's going to be delayed because of coronavirus production and stuff. But whatever. I mean, that's not a big deal. And um, I always buy the latest. I don't always get the latest iPhone. I actually get do every other year because it's not a significant difference. This year, the big difference is going to be they're supposed to have 5G. And I'm still going to skip this year. Uh, and I can talk about that in another video about 5G and stuff. It's great and everything. It's just not, like, anywhere yet. So there's no point in me, like, rushing to get a phone that has it. <clears throat> um, but the new Apple Watch. So let me just talk about some of the rumors. So the big rumor for the new Apple Watch, which I bought. I've got the 3, I've got the 4, and I've got the 5. And actually, I'm wearing a Garmin watch right now. Because I wear, I just, you know, I review these things for... Um, for my YouTube channel, so I'm always uh, always buying them and comparing them and stuff like that. But um, the new thing that Apple's supposedly coming out with is an exercise app. Now, we don't know have any details. I don't even know if it's true. But they're going to be coming out with an exercise service, supposedly similar to like what Peloton does, but it would work for any bike, anything. You'd be able to watch the videos on your watch, like at the gym, like, how do I do this? And it'll tell you. I think if Apple does that, I think it's a brilliant, absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant strategy. If Apple goes through with this and has some kind of exercise app that is actually awesome and is inexpensive, like, you know, five to ten dollars a month and does what like the Peloton app does because of that success. I think the Apple could crush it. And I don't like Peloton at all. So I think that would be great as well, because I would love to see them get some good competition like Apple. Um but I think it's I think it's a smart move on Apple's part. You know, one of the things I've always worried about when Steve Jobs passed away was that Apple's going to lack innovation um, because Steve Jobs was 
it's not easy to be able to see what is going to be popular and to come out with it and be ready with it at the right time. So I think right now is the right time to release a feature like that, not in a year or two years from now, I think right now. <clears throat> and that means Apple had been working on it for like a year or two if they're releasing it now. Um, so I think it's a brilliant strategy, assuming Apple actually does this. It's just a rumor right now. Um, I've been seeing it all over the web though. And I think, I think it's brilliant. I think it's the smart move. I think it's the right way to go. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for Apple split. So next week, but it's stock is flying up this week. All right. <clears throat> so yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm sweating so much. So I literally just got done running. I talked last week about that. I've been dealing plagued with like this hip injury for like 18 months, more than that, almost two years now. It'll be two, two years in October. So like a year and 10 months. And, uh, it, it's diagnosed as hip bursitis, which basically can be like 10 different things. Technically, it means like my bursa sac in my hip is swollen, but it might not be. It's probably like more like tendonitis in my hip. That's all. Um, it just needs to strengthen and recover from it. That's all. I mean, rest cures it kind of thing. But I ran this morning. I literally just got done working out, which is why I'm so sweaty. And uh, I ran. I ran much slower than normal, only for 20 minutes, but my hip feels okay. It hurt a little bit, like, after, maybe, like, a tiny bit, but not, like, we'll see how today goes. Because last week when I ran on Monday, I couldn't walk for, like, a day and a half. I mean, I could walk. It just hurt, like, a ton. So we'll see how it works out. I've been doing, like, all the strengthening exercises and stuff this week. So we, and I did them after my run. So we'll see how it feels. I'll keep you all updated. I'll probably do another video, maybe, like, whenever I get news. I've been trying to do them, like, Fridays, um... But now the semester's going, I'm going to start doing them a little more. So there's that. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm sweaty because I just worked out. And whenever I work out and then shower, if I forget to like turn the shower down the cold, when I'm getting out of the shower, I'm always like extra hot. And I get out of the shower and I'm just like sweating out of the shower. And now I'm just like sweating right now. And my office is, it's always like hotter up here. Like here, I'll show you actually. Oh, it's actually not bad right now. So I have like one of these little like, uh, and those of you listening, you're not going to see it. And it might even be showing up backwards for you because <laughs> I'm looking at it backwards. Um, but I have one of those little uh, like temperature gauge things with humidity and stuff like that in my office. And uh, my office is upstairs and I have the air just set to 78, which I don't know why. I just don't mind it really warm. It's fine. Um, the rest of my house is on like 68. So yeah, whatever. Uh, but... It, I would get double hot coming up here anyway. So anyway, um, oh, so you guys can see it correctly. Yeah. So I have like this little, like, it's like this little gadget that basically just, uh, gives me my humidity and temperature and stuff like that. This was literally like $4 on Amazon. So cool. I have a bunch of these. I have like a couple of them in my house, but I like having it right in my office. Cause I can always just see the temperature right on my desk. I can always just see the temp and stuff. It's nice. Like if I'm hot, I'm like, oh, wait, what's the temperature? <laughs> and I can look right away. I don't know why I just like having it there for whatever reason. And uh, it wasn't fun to look at during the hurricane when uh, my power was out for 18 hours. <laughs> so anyway, um, all right. So that's that. Next thing I want to talk about. So as you see my setup, like you can see, I've got monitor one, monitor two, monitor three. For those of you just listening um, who are going to listen to this, you know, I, uh, 
I have a three monitor setup, and you can look at my YouTube videos where I go through my office and show everyone my stuff. Um, but I have three monitors set up, and what I find is that sometimes having multiple monitors is super, super, super annoying. And let me talk about why that's super annoying. So when having three monitors is super annoying is when I just have my desktop, uh, my computer open, but I haven't turned on my monitors yet for the day. And because sometimes I just, I don't need to turn it on. Like I literally just need to be on my computer for a second. I don't want to turn my monitors on. It's like, I got to turn them on, turn them off. I feel like, I guess I'm one of those people that feels like every time I turn it off, turn it on, it's like eventually going to break. So I try to like not do it that often. I don't know why I think like that. Maybe it's like something happened to me as a child and I feel like if I use something too much, like it goes away. But I feel that way with my monitors. Like I get emotionally attached where I'm like, oh, well, if I only need it on for a minute, that's like a waste of the monitor or something like that. I don't know what's wrong with me, why I think like that. But what happens is like if I am on Microsoft Word on monitor two, and I open up Microsoft Word, but monitor two's not on. Like, so let's say yesterday. Let's say yesterday I was on monitor two using Microsoft Word. I shut off Word and I shut down the computer kind of thing for the day. Today I turn on my computer, just my desk, my laptop, and I open up Microsoft Word. It's not going to come up. It forces me to turn on monitor two to see Microsoft Word unless, and the only way to get it back to my that laptop is to manually move it back so that the next time I open up, it'll open up there. And I always forget to move things back. So I'm constantly like, oh, monitor three isn't open. Oh, monitor two. And I open it up on my laptop and I'm like, where is my file? <laughs> like, I can't find it. This literally happens to me all the time and I get so frustrated. It's the only bad thing about multiple monitors. Otherwise, it's a brilliant setup and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I cannot... So someone just commented they just leave everything on. They used to leave their computer on 24-7. I, I totally used to leave my computers on 24-7 as well. Like they would just go to sleep and I'd click the space bar and get them up. But I guess I ran into so many problems with that. I now shut my computer off every single night and then restart it in the morning. I feel it solves so many issues, especially with I do a lot of gaming, especially at night. And I feel like I got to restart my computer every day because things just happen. I, like things will continuously run. It just needs to be restarted. And ironically, I do shut my computer down every single night. Ironically, I shut my phone down like once every two months. I never turn my phone off and restart it, which I know I should. I shouldn't. I mean, I don't need to do it every day like my computer, but I should do it like once or twice a week and I do not. But my computer, I shut down every single day restart in the morning. I got into that habit several years ago. It's been great ever since, um, ever since that happened. All right. Um, other thing I wanted to talk about. So I finally have, so I've been dealing a lot, um, yeah, so someone commented, it can be okay to leave them on. I, yeah, it could be an old wives tale. It could be, the, uh, you know, just my paranoia, but I'm a big fan of restarting it now every single night. And I have all weird settings on my computer because I do a lot of things where I don't want them to go to sleep. So I actually have my computer like not to go to sleep for a few hours so that I can go do something like I can have it doing something like processing or something like that. 
uh, especially like a lot of video um, compressing it would take can take a really long time and I can go like mow my lawn or do something and not have to worry about it going to sleep. So I'd hate for it to be like just running all night long. So that's one of the other reasons I do that. Cause it doesn't, my computer doesn't really go to sleep. The monitor will go off after like a half an hour or something, but I think I have it set to not go to sleep whatsoever. Um, one of the things I have been doing is I'm starting to finally, I got to start utilizing my Twitch channel more cause I don't whatsoever. Um, I don't know why. I think it's kind of funny. So Twitch and YouTube are like opposite of one another in a sense. And let me explain what I mean when I actually say that. So YouTube encourages new users to upload videos. And when you first start using YouTube, I don't think you can stream or you're like very limited about like your streaming when you first start using YouTube. That may have changed, um, but I know that was the case even like a year ago. Um, you can't go live. And maybe it's just limited like on your mobile device, but they have some streaming limitations when you first start using YouTube, but you can upload stuff. Now, Twitch is the complete opposite in that when you first start using Twitch, you can stream, but you can't upload anything. You used to be able to, but they changed it, so you can't. Now you can only, only their affiliates or partners can upload stuff. So you have to have like so many likes and views and all that kind of stuff to get upload your videos. Whereas YouTube's the opposite. You can upload, but you can't do live until you have like so many videos and likes and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of funny that they operate differently like that. I'm not a big streamer. I do a lot of mostly, like I do these and... I'm going to start doing uh, learning live sessions for my classes. So if you're one of my classes, I'm going to start doing those. I'm going to talk about that in my weekly email I send out to my students today, actually. But I do more uh, videos. I like making videos more because I love the production aspect of it. Like that's one of my favorite pieces is taking the video, cutting it up, adding an intro, playing with a green. Like I love all the production side of it is kind of the fun part for me just watching like what I did and how I did it. And I, I like like adding in effects if I can, like that's what I enjoy to do. So I, so I guess YouTube's my, my kind of bread and butter and it's what I've been used to, but I know I need to start using my Twitch channel more, um, for a number of reasons. The fact that I'm, you know, getting really involved in esports i need to be very very familiar with all the latest and greatest stuff happening in streaming and i am but like i need to just i need to be using it myself and i, I just have my my twitch channel has been slacking for years it really has i just have not been using it so i'm going to start using it more the thing is since i don't stream a lot i need to take my recorded videos and put them on twitch and like even this stream that I'm doing right now, I need to take this and put this on Twitch. You know, so how do I do that? So there are a couple options. So first of all, I can pay for a service like, um, <clears throat> I, I think that, uh, you know, there are services like Restream that I can use. And basically you pay and you can stream to multiple places at one time. Um, but... I don't want to have to pay for that service because I know there's other options out there. So I've kind of found some and someone just commented that, yeah, some people are using their Twitch to like get to their YouTube channel. And that's kind of what I'm thinking for me as well. Um, and some people do the opposite. They use YouTube to get to their Twitch channel and vice versa and stuff. So 
Um, oh, and you know what's weird? I just noticed that Twitch is now called like Prime Gaming instead of Twitch Prime, which I thought was, I didn't, I had I don't, I did not read into it, but I was like looking at my notifications last night. I was like, what is this? Why do they keep messing with these names? But anyway, um, so back to my story. So I figured out how to get my recorded videos. I didn't really figure it out. I've always known this. It's pretty obvious, but the easiest way to get your recorded videos. So there's two ways actually. Um, one is Restream has something called Scheduler. And what Scheduler allows you to do is you can upload your recorded video to Restream and they will stream it wherever you want to as if it's a live video. They do it all for you. Now, they'll do a video at a time for free as long as it's under, I believe it's got to be under one gigabyte and it has to be under 30 minutes. They will stream it for free for you. Now, there's also a paid service in Restream that allows you to upload multiple videos that are big and stuff, but it gets kind of expensive, like almost like 40 some dollars. Like uh, for what I would need, it would be like $50 a month, which I think is a little more than I want to spend on that service right now. Um, I would do it if I was making money from, if I was making $50 at least from my Twitch channel, then I would, I would do it because then it would be worth it because it'd be free. I just, I don't want to pay $50 a month to do it. So I found an alternative and it's pretty good. It's actually a really good alternative. I like it a lot. So to do this, first of all, you do, you would want multiple monitors. I don't think you necessarily need it, but it's extremely helpful if you're doing this to use multiple monitors. And basically what I do is I open up my video on my computer or on YouTube, it doesn't matter, as long as it's the highest quality version of it. And I open up OBS and I stream the video to Twitch. So I, I stream the, the recorded version to Twitch as if it's live. Now, the reason I say you need multiple monitors is because let's say this video, like this video already is 18 minutes. Um, I am gonna wanna, I'm gonna be wanting to work while it's doing it. So I'm gonna actually put all the stuff like in my other monitors and then this is working. I'm not using a, so someone just asked, am I using a video capture card to do this? No, not using a video capture card at all. I do have a video capture card that I use with my Nintendo Switch. Um, I have an Elgato, I don't know the type, but it's like the basic one. No, not doing this at all. All I'm doing is I'm playing the video on my computer and using OBS to just stream it to Twitch. That's all. And it's, it's acting like it's live, even though it's recorded. And I'm doing it like right away, right after. So like as soon as this video is done, I'm going to do it. So it's, it's not that it's live. It's like an hour behind schedule or something like that. Or if my videos are under 30 minutes, I'll just use Restream, the scheduler, and they'll do it for me. But I do like a lot of long, like my interviews that I do are usually like about an hour. So I'm going to start put. I was going to start trying to put more stuff on my Twitch channel and utilizing it. Mostly, yeah, to get people on my YouTube channel, which is my main channel. But, you know, that's um, what I'm going to be doing. So anyway that's that. And it's kind of a cool workaround. It's pretty easy. It's simple to use. I, I don't know if you can do, I think you do need two monitors at least to do it. Cause 
in order to stream on Twit, uh, OBS to connect to a monitor, you need, at least if you're using a laptop, you do need two dual monitors to do it. But I have three, so it's pretty easy. I can actually put every single thing on one monitor. I can monitor Twitch comments on another, and I can be working, get all my work done. It doesn't bother me. It's really, OBS is such low processing. It doesn't use anything on the computer, so it's it, it's a pretty, like, it's a pretty easy workaround, at least for now, until I feel like paying $50 a month for Restream, um, which I think I eventually will. It's just not on my Twitch channel, which has nothing, because I don't use it. It's totally not worth it right now to do that. But if I start getting an audience and using putting more content on there, which I plan to, then I totally am going to use that service and do it. Um, and what I'll pro actually do is I'd probably just use Restream, and Restream allows me, the, they have another service, which is another $50, allows me to just stream to both Twitch and YouTube at the same time, which is probably what I would end up doing. Um, but for now, this is my option, my free option. Since I'm, uh, you know, on YouTube and have a bunch of subscribers and all that kind of stuff, it's a lot more user-friendly for me because I have all the options available. Like, I can upload a video to YouTube. I can schedule when it's going to go on. I can, I can do all kinds of stuff to it. I can schedule a live stream. I can record a stream, have it uploaded at a certain time. Like YouTube gives me so many options um, because I'm a whatever partner, YouTube partner, or YouTube whatever. They, I don't know how, what they call stuff. I haven't paid attention <laughs> at all actually to it. Um, just a few other updates. So <clears throat> I have the worst schedule this week. I seriously have... I mean, if I look at my schedule, I'm actually getting depressed looking at my calendar this week. I'll just tell you really quick how bad it is. I mean, it's so bad. I literally, so I, today's, today and Friday aren't bad. It's tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. Of course, it's taking me forever to log into my account. So I literally have, um, and yeah, you totally can't see because I'm on my third monitor and you can't see that one. I totally have like a hundred meetings this week. Like I, I just, I'm like the press going through my schedule. I mean, I just see tomorrow, 11, four and five next day. And these are only the ones that I see. If I click on the thing, there's like more meetings that are popping up Wednesday, 11 and two 30 Thursday, 10 31 and 4 PM. And some of these are like two hour meetings. Like my whole day is going to be in meetings this week. It totally stinks. And today we've got, today I've got a meeting with like my campus for, um, we're going to create a promotional video for esports. So I got to talk about that. And then from 10 to one today, we have our carnival esports carnival, or it's the activity carnival for the university, which is cool. It's on zoom this year. Um, but I'm going to be on our zoom for that. I feel weird. I feel so weird doing stuff like that. So it's like, there's this, there's like this, uh, it's like, I want to be like, I want to be like the cool college gamer, but I'm not, I'm like the 40 year old professor. So I feel like I kind of feel get insecure that I'm like the old weird guy in like our discord or like, uh, when we're having our activity carnival, like do the students want me there? Because I'm like the old guy. I don't know. It's just uncomfortable. Something about it is uncomfortable for me. Like, I'm not the cool, like, 18-year-old kid. I get it. Like, I'm not. I can't be. Um, and it's like, I can talk to all the kids and I get along with them and we can talk about the games and stuff. Like, we have a lot in common. But, like, I also know that 
I don't know how they think about that. It's very uncomfortable and strange. And I'm like, you know, they're talking about the activity card and one, like, I'll help them set them up and do everything, get all the supplies and help with that, whatever I need to. But then I asked, like, do you guys really want me at this? <laughs> like, am I supposed to be there? Like, is it weird when a new person comes on and, like, have some professor talk to him? I just feel like that's so, like, not... I don't know. It's just I'm insecure about it and I don't know how to balance that yet. I'm still figuring it out in esports. Um, so, you know, I'm also like have to play the bad guy in esports as well because I'm the advisor. So I have to be the person who talks to people or monitors things. And, and I get that. That's an easier role for me to play because I'm used to being a professor. But it, what's not the easy role is where to like events, like being there, like how that separation of students and they want to be with other peers, not a professor around kind of thing. So anyway, I don't know. And I'm sure some of them like it. Like I actually remember when I was getting my master's and my doctorate, like I would love it when we would like do something. And one of our professors was there. Like I, that was, that was like the coolest thing. So I guess it just depends. And yeah, it's Monday. It's the start of the week. I had a long, I had a fun weekend. Um, kind of funny yesterday I put my five-year-old we went to Topsail Beach and I put my five-year that's like a thing we do every Sunday is we try to go do a beach day um, it's kind of like our thing from March to October family beach day it's kind of like what we do kids love it we all know we're doing it um, we go up to Topsail we have a nice like pretty private area we go to there's really never people around that kind of thing and uh, so I got my five-year-old my I've been teaching my nine-year-old to surf and my five-year-old is just like, I want to do that, Dada. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yes. So I put his life vest on him because I don't know what this kid's going to do. Like, I, He can swim fine, but like, still, like, I'm pulling him pretty far out in the ocean to surf. So I want him to have a life vest on. So I get him on. The, I go get on the board, and I'll pull you out. So as we're going out, he's like, I'm scared. I'm scared, Dada. I'm really scared. And he says, the kid is shaking, like shaking. And I'm like, oh, man, what is this kid going to do? So a little wave comes and I'm like, "Hunt, hold on to the board and stand up when you're ready to go. And uh, Becca videoed it. It's a pretty great video. I should show it. But uh, he, so I push him and he actually rides the wave. He does not stand up. This kid is holding on to this board for his dear life. Like the look in his eyes is like, I'm going to die on this thing. He holds on to that board and it doesn't fall or anything, fortunately, because that would be a bad experience for him. Fortunately, the board goes and basically he boogie boards the surfboard all the way <laughs> into the beach. Totally gets onto the beach, gets up and was like, that was fun. I was like, do you want to do it again? He's like, maybe later. <laughs> Pretty funny, though. Um, funny to watch kids do stuff like that. And he did a good job. And the other funny thing that happened this weekend, I was talking last week about how me and my family, like me and my wife's relationship is like 1950s, like leave it to beaver where like the wife like does like the kids in the house and I'm like out working and doing stuff all the time. And it's just, it's not that we want it to be like that. And it's not that it's always going to be like that or it always was. It just happens to be like that right now at this stage in our life while we have little kids. Um, so it's just kind of funny. So she's Becca and I said this on Friday, she's taking this yoga class to learn to be a yoga instructor. And basically, um, it's funny because I'm 
take care of the kids. And it's literally the class is 15 hours of the weekend. So it's Friday night, Saturday day, Sunday day. It's a really long extended period of time with just mom not being there, which is not normal for them. So uh, Friday, I guess it was Friday night and... <laughs> Becca's like, you know, I'm me. It's so Friday night we do pizza movie night, so we're watching a movie. Uh, we watched Captain America this weekend, actually, and I hadn't seen the full movie before, so it was good to see it. I'm not a huge, never was a huge Captain America fan. Just wasn't. Oh yeah, I mean, thought he was a cool superhero. Just wasn't like one of my favorites at all. He didn't have any really have any cool powers and stuff. You know, he just wasn't one of my favorites. But anyway, so we're watching the movie and. Uh, the kids are just sitting there like quiet. We're all watching the movie kind of thing. Becca comes out. She gets a, she's doing it from home via Zoom. She comes out of her room, which is our, her yoga studio slash kids school room. And uh, also third child's bedroom, <laughs> all in one. Um, she comes out, she gets like a, she's like, okay, I have a minute break for the bathroom kind of thing. As soon as she walks out of that, I swear the kids are sitting there quiet. As soon as she steps foot out of that door, mama, mama, I need, I want a snack. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want like, she's like, oh my God. She looks at me like, have you been doing nothing for them? And I'm like, they've been sitting there quiet. I asked them if they want, they don't, these kids are trained to know that if they want something, if they ask dad, dad either says, do you need it? Are you allowed to have that? Let me think about it or get it yourself because, you know, my nine and seven year old are bold enough to start doing stuff like that. <laughs> they totally know that when I say one of those things, if they ask mama, mama's going to go get it for them. So they have totally been uh, like conditioned to do that. So when she steps out of the room for like one second, they're just all over her like mama, go get this. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was kind of, it was, it was actually really hilarious to see. And she's just like cracking up and I'm laughing. Cause it's just like, it's so funny that we've trained them to think like that. And why do they think like that? And you know, as they get older, that'll change, especially because, you know, Becca, our decision as a family was for her to raise the kids, not raise the kids, but be a stay at home mom while we had little kids who were staying home you know, not in school yet, and for me to be working. But this year, Hunt starts kindergarten. So things were going to be different. But since they're online, she's basically still staying home this year. But like she's doing stuff to prepare for some kind of work next year. Um, so we're still figuring all that out. But it's just kind of funny the way things are right now. So it'll be interesting to see over the next like two to three years how all of that changes as the kids get older, first of all, and the dynamic in the household shift as she starts working more. So anyway, that's it. That's me. That's all. Oh, I did have one more thing to talk about, but I'm totally at like 30 some minutes. I'm not going to talk about it. I'll do that when I do my next live session. Maybe like, I don't know, later this week, probably Friday. I've been doing them on Fridays, like Friday afternoons. Um, so that'll probably be when I do it. But anyway, have a good week, everybody, and uh, see y'all later.